0: Hi everyone, Sandman here. Thanks to CC Rockstar for his donation for this video. He wanted me to address the differences between the White Feather Girls in the UK during the First World War and the Code Pink women in the United States that started in the early 2000s. The White Feather Girls used to shame random men on the streets in the United Kingdom to sign up for military service. They would come up to any man in civilian clothing that was of the right age to enlist and they would come up to them and pin a white feather of cowardice on their chests to signify that he wasn't doing his part and taking part in the war. On the other hand, the Code Pink Women are a self-described social justice movement working to end U.S.-funded wars and occupations in places such as Iraq and Afghanistan. As far as I can see, the White Feather Girls were just a temporary fad, but the Code Pink Women for Peace seems to be a social justice movement created to help get America away from foreign entanglements. And the Code Pink women were created by mothers and wives of soldiers to prevent them from going to war and coming back in body bags. CC Rockstar seems to think that the reason Code Pink was created was so that women would have their husbands and male children around to take care of them when they get into their old age instead of dying on the battlefield. While that is certainly part of the argument, The issue goes a lot deeper. I was born five years after the Vietnam War ended, and many of you listening to this video have little or no recollection of the Vietnam War. And if you do remember it, then you remember how terrible it was for the United States. Tens of thousands of U.S. soldiers coming back in body bags and losing their lives, and limbs and futures due to post-traumatic stress disorders. Code Pink women could see the Iraq War dragging out in the same way, and potentially costing tens of thousands of lives for US soldiers, dying while they were fighting Saddam Hussein and Al-Qaeda. And of course, they don't want their men coming back unable to support the family. During the Vietnam War, an American family could subside on the income of a single parent. Today, that's impossible with the price of food, energy, and houses. CC Rockstar wants me to comment on the contrast between these two types of movements. When it comes to the White Feather Girls, they were just a group of women but the code pink women they also have men involved in their particular group as well also before the first world war women or men for that matter could never see the full horror of mechanized warfare in the trenches war was a gentlemanly experience between honorable men but in the first world war scientists such as Albert Einstein helped the German side create weapons like mustard gas soldiers had never been gassed before mowed down with machine gun fire Bombed from airplanes, or had to fight drawn-out continental-wide warfare in trenches. I'm sure that if many of the White Feather girls knew the full horrors of the war, they wouldn't be pinning feathers, but would be marching against the war instead. The White Feather Girls were a propaganda strategy, much like the Torches of Victory women were in the United States. The father of public relations is a guy called Edward Barnese. During the First World War, on the other side of the Atlantic, there were many women that were wealthy socialites and Edward Bernays convinced them to light cigarettes up in the middle of the street as a show of solidarity with American soldiers fighting in the war. In the Manosphere we've heard about the White Feather Girls but I'm sure that many of you have never heard of the women lighting their torches of victory. What Bernays did was to get wealthy and influential women to all light up cigarettes at the same time and then he invited a photo crew and journalists to capture the story. Once the story was published in New York newspapers and newsreels across the country, other women could see these wealthy and powerful women smoking. So they too began smoking cigarettes. Before this point in time, it was not socially acceptable for women to smoke. And here was Barnese working for the tobacco companies, spinning propaganda to sell cigarettes to women and using the First World War as an excuse. This is similar to what happened in the gaming culture in the last 10 to 15 years. Edward Bernays was the nephew of Sigmund Freud. And there's a great documentary about the Torch of Victory Girls in New York in the First World War. So I'm linking to that down below in the description. The documentary is called The Century of the Self. I'm having a bit of trouble finding the first to fourth parts, but here's part five and it's down below in the description. The Century of the Self shows how the mass marketing and public relations industries were started in the United States the rest of the world and how people were reduced to consumers instead of citizens or in the case of part five they show how the nazis use irrational forces to influence men using public relations and propaganda the white feather girls and the torch of victory girls were very similar because they sold women on irrational behaviors i'm sure that women pinning feathers on men knew that those men had a great chance of dying but the white feather girls were manufacturing consent for other women and shaping their consciousness. Edward Barnese was also instrumental in selling the car culture in the United States as well. If you don't know, many of the deaths in the United States today happen because of over-automobile use and accidents. In the famous New York World's Fair of the 1930s, Bernays presented the exhibit called Futurama. He was trying to expand capitalism and grow markets and consumerism. With regards to the Code Pink women, I have a couple of theories I'd like to share. And one of them is that this is a women's rights movement masquerading as a men's rights movement. Code Pink says that men shouldn't be going to war. But at the same time, they see that increased spending on social programs is one of their goals. You can almost see them as a fake men's rights movement. I don't know about the inner workings of the organization, and so I'm just guessing here. But CC Rockstar says that women just want men to survive and not fight in wars and therefore be around to support women when they enter their elderly years. But I think there's something far more insidious happening here. Anyways, that's just the theory. Could women be creating a men's rights movement for soldiers and are then hijacking it for their own ends? I'm not sure if that's what's happening, but that would be the same as a bunch of male men's rights activists promoting a feminist cause while really working for men's rights at the same time. Again, I'm not sure if that's what's happening, but it would be interesting if it were the case. Then again, Code Pink might be a legitimate group fighting for legitimate male rights and trying to stop war, wherever it may be. And men are the greatest victims in war because they are the ones that lose their lives, limbs, and mental health. Code Pink has done some incredible things, such as disrupting Congress, interrupting political speeches on both sides, both on the Republican and Democratic. They've even disrupted President Obama's speeches. If they were truly a feminist group, they would be supporting Obama in their common goal of cultural Marxism and government control. Code Pink are political atheists. And for that, I have to give them a big thumbs up. They have also disrupted and protested against people like Hillary Clinton. The funny thing is, why haven't we even heard of them in the media? They have disrupted David Petraeus, Condoleezza Rice, Benjamin Netanyahu, and even Mitt Romney. They don't seem to get any media coverage. And like I said, this is the first time I'm hearing of them. A lot of women involved in the movement are older, so they probably remember the days of Vietnam and might have known someone who died in the war. So they are kind of like an echo protest from an era long gone. Anyways, thanks for listening to this video. Again, I'd like to thank CC Rockstar for his donation in suggesting this topic. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.